Hi, and welcome to the No IT Podcast, the place where you get to know IT so you can own IT. My name is Bryant Brackett, and I am your host. I am a cybersecurity advocate that is trying to bridge the gap between the technical jargon and the basic understanding that you should have to have more effective conversations with your IT teams, as well as make informed decisions on how to plan to secure your data as time goes on in the ever-changing landscape of the cyber world. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to us on LinkedIn, as well as liking and subscribing the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Before we get started, I want to give thanks to my partner, BTI Communications Group, who for the last 35 years has had the single primary goal of delivering the foremost level of technical quality that can be delivered in the IT and physical security space. So if there's a project within your network that you're looking to implement, or if you have any questions whatsoever of whether or not you are secure, do yourselves a favor and reach out to BTI Communications Group today. Go to btigroup.com, click the banner in the top of the homepage, and schedule your free network assessment today. And mention the No IT Podcast when scheduling your assessment and get a free dark web scan for a full report of all of your data that's floating around on the dark web. And these are your hacks of the week. In news that is sweeping the world by storm, Garmin, a manufacturer of GPS and wearables, uh, suffered a worldwide outage due to a ransomware attack. Everything was taken down. The entire system, the entire network, mobile application, the website, call centers, email, phone systems, chat, customer service chats, offices, production lines, as well as their Taiwanese manufacturing partners were all taken offline and encrypted with ransomware. The attack lasted for about five days. They brought the network back up and it was taken down again uh, a few days later. Now, it has since been brought back up. The party that has claimed responsibility for it is a hacking group called Evil Court. They are a Russian-backed uh, state-sponsored hacking group, and they launched a ransomware attack called Wasted Locker. And it's, the, it's a hacking gang that's known to target corporate data networks and demanding ransoms in the ranges of millions of dollars. Garmin's internal file system has been locked with the title Garmin Wasted with varying monetary demands depending on the contents of the file. Now, the system had been brought back up, but as I record this, it's been taken offline. They've restored access, and clearly this isn't the end, and I will continue to track this attack as it develops further. Uh, in other news, McAfee researchers recently published details regarding North Koreans' recent campaign to target U.S. defense and aerospace contractors. Right, The attacks were launched by Korean hacking group Hidden Cobra, who we have talked about in previous episodes and cyber attack news briefs. And they target specific people within the industry, sending fake job offers through email. And in this case, using social media to offer these jobs and spread malware. And I want to address the fact that I often talk about China, North Korea, and Russia. And the reasons vary in, in each country's motivation, but... One area they are united in and is their main target being the United States. North Korea treats data theft and cyber attacks as a form of gross domestic product. 
China is after U.S. intellectual property, and Russia seems to be dead set on undermining the United States in an effort to gain an edge as a world political power. So on the Venn diagram of motivations, the target overlaps all of them, and sometimes the motivation is financially driven, regardless of motivation and or where it comes from. Employees need to be aware of scams like these and stay vigilant for suspicious emails, especially messages sent over social media. In other news, Cisco has released a new patch advisory for the Cisco Data Center Network Manager systems. It's, they call them the DCNMs, as well as several SD-WAN software products. More security updates are coming, as within the software update release, Cisco advised that there are other known security flaws and that they're working on a fix for those. These flaws include authentication bypass on systems using the REST API that's allowing threat actors to execute arbitrary commands on vulnerable devices with admin privileges. So they're targeting your leadership. They're targeting your IT team, the people that have the access to the complete scope and span of the network. If you're a system admin, please go download the patches from the Cisco website and install them immediately. Uh, it'll save you a lot of headaches and potential um, disaster. In you know, in a win for managed service providers, Pivot Technology Solutions, which is a Canadian managed service provider, announced a failed ransomware attack on their internal systems. And although the attack occurred in June, the MSP was able to stop the attack before their systems became encrypted. They didn't walk away pain-free, but the sensitive employee data was stolen. The typical names and addresses and birthdays, as well as payroll and benefit information, uh, they, but the company offered employees two years of free identity protection from Equifax as compensation. So take that as you will. But MSPs are highly attractive for hackers due to the fact that they manage and monitor multiple business customer data networks. The, this fact alone means that if a hacker can break into a managed service provider's network, they would be able to access and steal data and inscript customer networks, in theory, infecting 30 companies instead of just one, right? The Pivot, in my opinion, did a tremendous job recognizing and mitigating the attack in a timely manner. To me, all this does is validate them as a quality managed service provider. And just as your job is to be up to date with advancements in your respective industry, IT managed service providers are tasked with the same challenge within the cyberspace. The advantage of hiring a managed service provider as an IT partner versus working with a specific manufacturer is the fact that the MSPs have the ability to assess all of the best of breed devices, products, and services and test their effectiveness within their own networks before recommending or installing them into yours or their customer's network. As with everything, not all are created equal, but this is an example of the value and expertise an MSP can bring to an organization. Listen up, guys. You don't want to wait for disaster to strike. But what happens to your business if your production suddenly grinds to a halt? Likely, this would be caused by human error and not malicious intent. However, but in the most extreme cases, what happens to your critical systems and data if you show up to work to find a ransom note on your screen demanding ungodly sums of money to restore access? Do you pay the ransom and hope they give you property back? Or have you already called BTI, whose disaster recovery solution has already restored access to your network critical files, and data within minutes. If the latter option sounds better to you, go to btigroup.com, click on the banner at the top of the homepage, and schedule your free network assessment today.
All right. So let's get into the main topic of discussion for the day. Before we get started, I want to paint a picture for you. It is a scenario that many business owners woke up today and are having this very experience I'm about to describe to you. Now, you woke up this morning and you went through your routine. You brushed your teeth and you showered and got suited and booted. You're out the door and you're headed to the office. You're feeling good about your day. It's another day in a string of days that are seemingly endless. Now, you have a conference call at 8 o'clock and that's how you're going to kick off the day. And you got another one at 8.30 and then you got to go through some project details. And then you have meetings discussing expansion and growth of your company. Oh, and like just for fun, we're going to throw in the fact that you have a multi-million dollar RFP that's due at two o'clock this afternoon. And it's the final stages of completion. And then you get to your office. You pull into the parking lot, you go to swipe your badge, and the door doesn't unlock. Weird, but it's not unheard of. So you use the hard key and let yourself in the door. Thinking nothing of it, you get to your desk and you turn on your computer, you enter your password, nothing. You reach for your phone to call the IT guy, who may or may not be your teenage nephew or family friend, only to realize that you can't make a call. Frustrated, short on time, and questioning whether or not you should pay your IT guy, the look on, IT, on your IT person's face tells you everything you need to know. You don't even need to ask. Your business is under attack. Ransomware has locked up the email servers, shared access network, your QuickBooks server, your website, your phone system, the only thing working in the building at full capacity is your burglar alarm and fire system because they still use analog phone lines to dial emergency services. You weren't prepared for this. How could you? Every day works the same. You walk in, log in, and off you go. Simple as that. But what happens when all that stops? COVID has had us really confront this possibility because it showed up and all of a sudden things stopped. So... What I'm going to take you through today are the steps to building a properly secured data network and cybersecurity plan. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It happens to everybody. And it's not just, it's not enough just to make a plan and walk away. It's a plan that needs to be updated consistently as often as the cyber world changes so should your cybersecurity plan. I'm going to leave you today with some things that I recommend you do and some services that are that are now being offered that are you know tremendous for keeping your IT team um, lubed up and in shape and you know have the muscle memory to respond to a cyber attack. Because without practice we get complacent and we get caught flat footed, which is what happened to Garmin over the last week or two. Now the steps to building your cybersecurity plan, usually it starts with taking inventory of what you have right now, right? You need to have all connected devices and who has access to the devices and files within the network. They need to, you need to know what's there and who's there so that you can branch out from there. You need, you're basically, what this is going to do is it's going to allow you to create a map or a chart of all your network devices so that you can start to get an understanding of how it's laid out and how it's segmented. 
The second thing that you're going to want to do, which is really the first thing, is that you're going to want to create a binder because if your system does get hacked and you're not able to access any of your files and your cybersecurity plan is another digital file that's saved on some super secure password protected uh, file on your network, it's still not going to be enough. So in this case, analog is the best way to go. You're going to need to have a hard copy of it and you're going to appreciate it when the time comes. Hopefully the time doesn't ever come, but when the time comes in the steps that are going to need to be taken to bring your network back online in the event of an attack. Now, the next step that I would, I would encourage you to do is to develop a privacy policy. It's basically a statement that is, that is telling all of your customers and all of your employees what data you're storing on the network and what you intend and what you will do with that data. Especially here in California with all of the consumer protection acts that are requiring companies to secure all data from any customer interaction, big or small, and levying fines on companies that fail to secure it. So if you get hacked, not only are you going to deal with the financial impact of the hack itself and all of the lost data and whether or not you have to pay the ransom, but you're also going to be fined by the government. Now, when you're developing that privacy policy, it's important to detail your intentions to your customers and the privacy policy should address personal identity information, health information, and customer information, including credit or debit card numbers, social security numbers. You want to have this written down so that your customers know that they can give you data and you know, you're not going to, you're not going to take it lightly. The fourth step that I'd recommend you take is to create a layered environment. Okay, and what you're going to use is the data inventory that you took from step one. And you're going to need to identify and classify your sensitive information based on three categories. The first is highly confidential information. That's data that should never be shared with anyone unless they absolutely have to access it within the scope of their job and duties. The second is sensitive information that's just used within your company. And that includes employee performance evaluations, internal audits, financial reports, product designs, partnership agreements, marketing plans, and so on. Now, the, the next one, which is the lowest level, would be internal use only. And that's just sensitive data that's generally accessible, but should it be exposed, may be harmful and unlawful disclosure of the info, could have a negative impact on your company. So you want to have that section segmented as well. Now, the fifth step that I would encourage you to take is to secure internal network and cloud services. That means that your internal network should be separated by a firewall from the outside internet, as well as web filter proxies should be installed. You should have an intrusion detection system similar to an alarm system uh, that you would put on your building or on your house. And that should be in place to monitor suspicious activity and unauthorized access attempts or malicious code being sent to your network. The other area that you're going to want to secure is your cloud services. 
And in that case, you want to read your terms of service to make sure that your company's info is protected with the same level of security that you would want to use within your own network. Now, you're also going to want to develop strong password policies because having the same password for long periods of time or duplicate passwords for multiple accounts leaves you vulnerable for a hack that could happen, could have happened two years ago, but that information could still be floating around and still being sold over and over again. And that everybody that buys it is able to access and dance around within your servers. So by establishing two factor authentication and having long randomly generated passwords that ensure that employees are not reusing or writing down or they never change their passwords. So they should be required to update to a new password on a regular basis, like every 90 days, every 30 days, whatever you're comfortable with, but it needs to happen more than twice a year, maybe once a quarter at, you know, at the longest when you're, Working on securing your password policies, you're then going to want to secure and encrypt your company Wi-Fi. With your Wi-Fi, it needs to be kept separate from your main network. So there should be a company Wi-Fi network, a guest Wi-Fi network, and a main network. The main network is really the hub of where all of your data is stored. The Wi-Fi network should be accessible to internal mobile devices, be that a laptop, computer, an iPad, or, or a phone. And the guest network should be used only for guests and visitors to your company, whether it's your vendors coming in to do work or if it's somebody coming for a meeting that needs to access the internet for a presentation. Encrypting that data is going to go a long way in preventing the exposure of your network communications. The other thing while we're on the topic of encryption is you need to encrypt your internal data network. And that means encrypting all files and folders that's housed on your main network. And dual network access should be completely prohibited, never allowed ever. And that that prevents threat actors from hacking one system. So if if like a hacker goes and attacks your guest network or they attack your Wi-Fi network, then they won't immediately have access to your internal network. By separating the three, you isolate them so that there is less of a chance of them infecting all networks. Now, the next is you need to regularly update all applications. And this doesn't just apply to like your Dropbox account or Microsoft Teams or something or something like that. Those are important. But we're talking firmware upgrades to your network devices themselves, your firewalls, your intrusion detection systems, your servers, your QuickBooks, your CRMs, all of it. They need to be updated on a regular basis so that you're you're sure that you're using the latest security patches that are being released because now software and network systems, IP systems, are not, are not the same the day that they were installed six months from now. They've been improved as the companies and the manufacturers themselves work to shore up the holes within those, those, that software. Oftentimes, software is kind of rushed out to market, 
and they know that there are internal flaws, which is why immediately following the release of any particular device, it will there will be an update after update after update for like the first six months to a year. That's because they're closing all the holes that they know are within their system, but they need to get to market because that's capitalism. Now, the final thing that I want to leave you with today, if remote access is required, if you have employees that are in the field or you have employees that work from home, which often case today is, is the situation that we're dealing with, you want to make sure that you establish a, a secure VPN and piggyback that with dual factor authentication to allow remote work to be done securely so that it doesn't matter if you're in a Starbucks on the beach or in your home office. Now, that's a good basis and things to think about when you're putting together a network security plan or and your IT network in general. This is going to be a two-part series that I'm going to be recording. I don't know why I said that with a question mark. It's a two-part series that I'm recording to give you guys an idea. If you don't have a cybersecurity plan, if you're overwhelmed and you don't know where to start, this I want to give you a, a foundation to build off of. And I'll include links that you'll find helpful in building these plans as well as the links to the, the cyber attack news that we discussed earlier in the episode. But I hope that this got your mind working, you got the wheels turning so that when you have these discussions or you go into your IT room, you guys are able to be on the same page and you're able to wake up and go to work every day knowing that you're not going to have a day like the one I described at the beginning of this topic. Thank you for listening. Like, rate, and subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us from. Feel free to reach out to me with questions and comments. I love interacting with you guys. I think that's that's the coolest part about this entire thing. Have a great day. So before you go, I want to give thanks to BTI Communications Group, who is a tremendous managed service provider who for the last 35 years has provided the foremost level of technical quality that can be delivered when securing and managing their customers' IT and data networks. So if you have any questions or any concerns about whether or not you're secure, or your software is the most up-to-date, are the best practices of the day, I encourage you to reach out to BTI Group today. Go to btigroup.com, click the banner in the top of the homepage, and schedule your free network assessment today. And when you're scheduling your network assessment, mention the podcast, No IT, and receive a free dark web scan to find all information that of yours personally and business that is floating around on the dark web. Enjoy your day.